0: Welcome to the beautiful world of Between Both Cheeks, a wax cast that collaborates and doesn't compete. A world of beauty, bums, and billions of bucks. The collaborating ladies of the BBC are Luba, the badass boss bitch, owner of international brands and salons, Holly, the hair ripper, professional traveling trainer of tearing strips and tip-top techniques, and Becca, The egg. She's new to the beauty business and learning faster than a baby savant. Three distinct perspectives taking on the business of beauty. Welcome now to your beauty babes on between both cheeks. Bring me your balls. No, Kelly Clarkson. Hello, everybody. This is the BBC between both cheeks. Yes, we mean those cheeks too. Thank you for having us on. You can follow us on Instagram at Between Both Cheeks and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, iHeart. And wherever you listen to your favorite shows. We are recording live from inside of Wax Hair Removal Bar in beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia. Holly's on vacation this week, but we have Becca. Hi, everyone. And me, Luba, yes, just Luba, just like Cher or Madonna. (laughs) So this week we have a special guest Trish Gilroy by Hair by Trish, partner with us at Wax Hair Removal Bar here in Vancouver, hairstylist, certified trichologist, is that right? That's correct. Okay, international educator. International. International. Extension specialist and entrepreneur, business owner. Welcome, Trish. Well, Hello. thank you. And that sounds like a mouthful when you say it. all I together. know.
1: It yeah. Incredible, yeah. incredible.
0: Yeah. Happy to be here. So we're so excited to have you. You are a partner with us. You actually have a studio inside of Wax Hair Removal Bar here in Vancouver. Um, so if anyone is looking to have their hair done or want to follow you on Instagram, we have you at Trish Stylist. On Instagram? That's right. Are you on Facebook? I am. Same. Trish Gildroy. Fantastic. Okay. So tell us what a trichologist is. So, trichology
2: is the study of hair, hair growth, hair loss, scalp disorders. So, a trichologist is a non medical professional that's here to help anybody with any hair loss, scalp disorders, any of those issues that they, that they have, we're a little bit more of like a holistic non-medical approach to the hair loss. So people that can be experiencing, um, hair loss due to age, post chemo, um, any, anything within that field, we are here to help.
0: Okay. Awesome. I found that very, very interesting. I had no idea until I looked at your, your Instagram.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a small field, so yeah. it's yeah. just branching out
0: right it's now. great. Yeah. And you are an, an international educator, so where have you trained?
2: I um, So I work for Easy Hair Pro. We're okay. based out of San Diego. So I've trained all over North America, from Vancouver down to California, out to Florida. I'm just waiting for us to pick up in Europe and send me to nice. overseas.
0: You know, <laughs> so shout out to Easy Hair Pro. <laughs> Big shout out to Easy Hair Pro. Okay, are they on Instagram? They're
2: on Instagram at Easy Pro. With an I, well, hair pro.
0: To them, yay! So, I really wanted to bring you on the podcast because obviously our egg here, Becca, is new <laughs> to the business and learning about the business. And obviously, this podcast is all about collaboration and not competition and working together and entrepreneurship and the ups and downs of business. So, what made you go into business for yourself?
2: Oh, that's a good question. So, I've been in the industry since I was eighteen. Okay. Went to hair school about six months after graduating high school, after discovering that um, working a desk job was not what I wanted. There's nothing creative in that. There's yeah. nothing fun in that. So I got into hair at 18. Um, fast forward 16 years, or 18 years now, not to age myself, um, after working at the same studio for 16 years. And it was it was a great, um, great place to be for growth and learning. Yeah. But after you've been in the place for that long, you see a lot of change happen. You see a lot of people come and go. And eventually you get to this point where it's like, there needs to be more, yeah. right? That's like the next level. What is that? Yeah. And if you're, well, I wasn't fully ready to step out independently and open up my own space with a team. So I felt like this was the great, a great way for me to test the waters to see how it feels to be independent. And I have to say, it's been fantastic. So Being your own boss yeah. is amazing. As you should know, Well, ups and
0: downs. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> we'll go into the employee yeah. conversation. <laughs> again, we'll talk about the ups and downs. Um, But did you know that you wanted to get into beauty and hair at a young age? So, it started
2: young for me. Like, when I was in high school, I was that girl cutting my friend's hair, okay. um, whether the parents were happy about it or not, <laughs> um, doing my own hair colors, highlights, um, back to the old cap highlights, you know, from yes. the box. Yes. We've all yes. done those ones. Yes. 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 Where you fish them out with Oh, them. yeah. And I remember the crochet. Yes. yes, the crochet thing. Yeah. And not being able to reach the back. And I actually had my dad help me one day. Oh, have a shout-out to my dad. He did a great shout job. Oh, yeah. sure. that's where I get my talent from. Yeah. <laughs> so back then I knew that I really enjoyed that field but I thought I needed to do something more than that okay so that's when I went into working in a, a financial planner office right oh, out wow. right yeah, yeah that I thought was yes. a great path they'd pay for education it'd be such an awesome job yeah. but again after being at a desk I was like I feel bored this is not what I yeah. want to do I don't I need to be creative I need to be talking to people and be out there mm-hmm. and that's when I jumped into hair school and never looked
0: back what sign are you I'm a cancer Okay, because we have this, like, thing with the three of us that we're always talking about, like, signs. Yeah. Like are they creative? Is cancer <laughs> creative?
2: I don't fully know. No. You don't have to tell me. You have to look it up.
0: Yeah, it can, can be, but
1: um, the sign in your Mars or your Mercury can be more in control of that, because those
0: are the planets that rule, like, work and passion and power. And cancer is supposed to be, like, very loving and caring. Yeah, right? cancer so that's is, like, really
1: the better. home yeah. sign. Yeah, and,
0: like, so it's, like, taking care of uh, your clients and... Yeah,
1: yeah, taking
0: care of perfect. people and their needs. Very cool. Okay. So you decided to go into business for yourself. You were done doing kind of like the kind of office, corporate desk type of thing. Definitely. What do you, how long
2: have you been in business for yourself now? Um, well, I started here in October. Oh, wow. So with us? Just, that was it. No. So I literally went from a 16 year no. commission stylist in the salon, working for somebody else to jumping into being independent. All by wow. yourself? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, how do you feel commission works at a store with a group of women that are working together?
2: It depends on the team that you have. Yeah. yeah. I've seen teams change over the years after being in the same place for that long. Yeah. And there's some teams that work phenomenally together mm-hmm. and some teams that don't work. I think it all comes down to defining the proper culture. Mm-hmm. And as a business owner, I think that's a super important thing you have to do. Yeah. Come up with that culture and your values within that. Mm-hmm and try your best to hire people that match and fit that and what i've noticed over the years even if you have that culture and you hire somebody you assume that fits even if they are outside that they they do tend to kind of wean themselves out as well yeah and i realize that's not not where they fit in
0: right yeah so you've been an entrepreneur on your own now for three months that's it wow i thought it was much longer than that (laughs) yeah so, well, she's
1: like, an egg too yeah, so
0: I, yeah. I do get a lot of,
2: of phenomenal experience um, working at my past salon um, mm-hmm. helping to uh, do some hiring and actually work behind the scenes and everything mm-hmm. with that as a more
0: manager role yeah, but not as an owner well you seem like you've been in business forever for yeah, I'm you yes. yeah. 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 So so make, make it. it what do you think so far in the three months what's been the hardest challenge for you as a business owner
2: um managing time Mm, yeah realizing how much is on that agenda how much is on that to-do list and finding the time to do it all and to get it done efficiently properly and on time not enough hours in a day never is never is no and balancing you know behind the chair balancing the travel and the education it's a lot it's a lot of fun I wouldn't trade it yeah but it's a lot of work it's It's not easy
0: people think it's really easy no it's not it's a lot of work Yeah. yeah So let's talk about sales because something that Becca always tells me is that she's always listening to you talk about sales and rebooking and stuff. And I think that this would be a really great episode to talk about how you do that and how you've been successful with that because you are hugely successful in your sales and your rebookings. And clients have followed you and you've had them for several, several years. And you, I think, some up to 16. yeah, Yeah. And I think Becca was saying something like, from leaving the salon to coming here. So obviously when there's a location change, there is that possibility of losing clients, Yes, but you've retained like 98 or 99% of your clients.
2: Yeah. I feel like um, majority of them, I'd say 95 or so have followed me. And that's been that's huge. phenomenal. That's I'm so thankful for that. Yes. That's
0: really incredible. Yes. So that really speaks to you as a person, your work, your attitude, like all of that. So congratulations. Thank I you. think that's really big. Thank so how do you do that? How can you share your knowledge to us and all of the listeners out there on how you do that
2: so I think it comes down to a lot of things it comes down first and foremost is the relationships you develop Mm -hmm. right it's not just dollars in your chair that is an actual person like like personal relationships are so important to me because I want to come into work every day and have someone in my chair that I'm spending you know either 45 minutes with, or, you know, up to six, eight hours, depending on the look that we're creating and what we're doing that day. And I want to enjoy my time with them. And as much as I want them to enjoy being with me. So I think establishing that relationship is so important first and foremost, Mm -hmm. and then it's providing the service. And that services everything from what we do physically behind a chair, how we make them look, how we make them feel, to offering them what they need beyond the chair. So we need that retail. We need to rebook them so they're in in six to eight weeks. And that's
0: not necessarily
2: just for us. It's so we know that they can maintain what we've provided them. with.
0: Yes, absolutely. So it's not a sales pitch.
2: No, 100% not. You don't go to your dentist and say, Hey, I need to see you in six months and be like, Oh no, that's that's fine. I think I'll just
0: call you when I'm free. Exactly. Uh, Exactly. Yeah. So how do you come? Because we've come across where if we ask, you know, would you like to reschedule in four to six weeks? The answer is obviously closed or the question is a closed question and the answer is always no. So how do you approach that?
2: So you shouldn't make it a yes or no question because yeah. it's not. we're not presenting this as like, oh, you, should, you have really have an option. There shouldn't be an option. It's like, yeah. I've created this look. So what I'd like to say, like, so this look we created today, um, it needs to be maintained in six weeks. Look into your calendar. You look at the six week, This is the date. This is the week. So in this week, I could see you on Monday or Tuesday. What's best for you? Pick a time. So you're not necessarily giving them a, oh, you know... If you want to come back in, it'd be great to see you in like six weeks. So, you know, we could book you in now, or maybe, or kind of, you could call okay. or something. It just leaves it too wishy-washy. So, yes. it just take just take all that out of it. Say, hey, I want to maintain this look and to maintain right. it, I need to see you in six weeks. Six weeks is this date. I have this time and this time. What works best for you? Yeah.
0: yeah, I think too that people today are they're time deprived, and you know, when they sit in a chair, or they come into the waxing room or whatever it is is they just don't want to make decisions anymore. I know I'm so tired that sometimes I'll just, even at a restaurant, be like, just bring me whatever is your favorite thing. So I think maybe that's it too. It's like, they just don't want to think, right? So if you give them kind of just the few options or the week that mm-hmm. everything is there
2: mm-hmm. and who does not carry a phone around with them that has a calendar exactly pull it out. let's check it out let's get this yeah. in the book and it's honestly sort of if
1: the illusion of choice yeah saying.
2: and if they are at that point too we're like well how about we, let's accept, get this on the books we have a 48 24-hour cancellation policy whatever it is that works for you yeah. um and if it doesn't work, call us within that timeframe and we'll find a time that's better for you. I love that. Yeah. I really,
0: I really like that. So they don't feel like yeah. totally committed to it and exactly. they still have an out. I really um, like the example of, and I used to talk about this in retail, but I used to travel around the country and talk about sales and stuff. Um, Costco does a really good job of making it really simple for the client and the amount of time that the client actually, I call it client, customer actually spends in the store is less than they would spend in like, I don't know, like a Walmart or shoppers or something like that because they only give one or two options, right? So if you go into a Walmart and you're looking for headache medication, there's like six, right? They've got their private label, they've got Tylenol, they've got Advil, they've got... I don't even know what the yeah. other brands are, but everyone is standing around looking for the longest time. Yeah. But if you go to a Costco, they've got Advil. And you know that you need that and you just take it and you're in and out. Their um, dollar value on their actual sales is... A minimum of $100 that people spend on oh, one person. Easily done. Yeah, easily. <laughs> um, and they're in and out in half the amount of time of other consumers that are going to other stores. So I think that kind of talks about like what you just said about This is the week. When would you like to come in? You've done all the work for them and given them just that really simple choice of break it down simple. Don't offer more than two
2: days, two times, like chocolate, vanilla. What's
0: best for you? Exactly. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that. Um, So talk about retail sales and how, is that important for you? Is it important for the business? Is it important for the client? And how do you get them to add on a retail item?
2: If we really talk this in the business perspective, um, where the profits exist, yes, Retail is where the profits exist, right? So this is where we really want to put a lot of focus on this because it's very important for the business. Not only is it important for the business, but again, we do a disservice to their guests that mm-hmm. walk through our door, and if they walk out of here and they don't know the products to use, and they're walking up down the aisles in Shoppers Drug Mart, London Drugs, mm-hmm. buying something on the shelf that's going to do nothing for the look we've created, or have the aftercare that they need when they walk out of here. Right. right. So it's so important for us to first and foremost educate, mm-hmm. and not come from a sales aspect. What we're doing is we're educating. Yes. yes. We're educating and we're teaching, and we're just giving them what they need to maintain what we've created for them. Yes.
0: yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, super important. We talked about this too, Becca. Like, just to go off waxing sales alone is not enough to float a business to no, pay us. Yes. You know, no. rent and the overhead. And-
2: oh, when you get utilities. You get you pay what you pay in your stylus. Yeah. The the profit. We'll I think salon too. profit margin to be if you're a profitable business, I think it's sitting at six percent, mm-hmm. and that's profitable. Yeah, that's such a small amount.
0: It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everyone that's out there thinking that they're going to be an entrepreneur and make all this money and live this glamorous life, uh, not so much.
2: No, you do it for a passion first and foremost. Yes.
0: Yes. And the thing is too, I think with, with business owners is everything that we make, we somehow turn back and put back into the business. Yes. Right. I mean, your, your space in the back, you've renovated. It's absolutely stunning. Thank you. Um, You know, that doesn't come come cheap.
2: No, definitely it doesn't. But you want to do it because you want to create the space. You want to create the creative environment and create something your guests and your clients feel comfortable in.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, So new to the business, as far as not the business, but having your own business, did you ever think about having staff?
2: So... Again, working in the, the place I did for so long, um, I did have a a lot of experience um, in terms of like personal one on one meetings I got to have and help grow teammates and uh, sometimes have the hard conversations as well, mm-hmm. dealing with different personality types. Yeah. Um, it can be challenging. Yeah. And my first step was like, okay, can I manage myself first, independently, before I want to manage a right. team because. Right. It's, it's sometimes like wrangling cats. It's, yeah. it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. um, what's one of the
0: hardest conversations you had to have? Can yeah. you talk about that?
2: Wow. Um, I think it was in terms of like just disciplinary when somebody has repeatedly done mm-hmm. something over and over again and you've yeah. had to have the conversations and you're like, okay, this is literally your, your last strike. You have yeah. one more to go. I don't want to have this awkward conversation that we have to go through this again. And you're dealing with a person, you're dealing with their emotions, and you see it on their face one-to-one, and you have personal relationships with these people mm-hmm. because you work so close with them. Yes. Yes. So it's hard not to develop friendships and to sometimes have those friendships override the business side, and you yes. might give a little bit more leeway than you should yeah. yes. as a business owner or manager. Mm-hmm. So that can be a big challenge, I find, especially yeah. in such a tight-knit group or industry we yeah.
0: just we just had um a listener write in about that specifically yeah, like what do you do when you've had the same conversation over and over and over and they don't see any change any suggestions i think
2: you have to get you just have to get real a little bit tough with it i mean you have to have the um, unfortunately it sounds so formal but write it up yeah. you have to do it like yeah. if you're choosing a three-strike method if you're having this is the right is the last conversation you do have to take the personal side out of it mm-hmm. take that hat off put the owner hat back on put the business hat back on and think bigger what is best for your business is this person and their behavior good for your business
0: yeah
2: right so that's what you have to look at and think in, most in those situations
0: mm-hmm. yeah for sure We've kind of had that, right? Three strikes, you're out. Yeah. It's kind of how we run.
1: I think it's good. Yeah. Write people up. I've been written up. (laughs) Yes. Yes, you have. (laughs) And look at you now. Just one. So so that was fine. And it was deserved, so. (laughs) I can't argue. And you took it well. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. So Luba has a nickname. Some people call her titler so oh she's hitler God. with tits. Oh my
2: wow. goodness. I love that. Here
0: we go. I, I, I don't you... see it though. Tell me more. Oh my God. Oh my... <laughs> You'll have to catch up on the podcast. Um, so we did it. A... I can't believe it was taking like, where's the wine? Where's the wine? <laughs> this is the first one. Um, wow. So I was dealing with an employee that didn't show up for a mandatory staff meeting and she was only mm-hmm. um, on board for just a very short amount of time. And she didn't show up and it was mandatory, so I terminated her. And she went on every form of social media and said that working for me was like working for Hitler with tits. Oh that's so well, the gays named me Taylor. Yeah, lot. that was a lot. That's, that's the stuff that that's you get cut. to look forward to yep. when having employees. Probably she won't name you Taylor. But um yeah, so but Becky doesn't see it.
1: No, and I've been written up, but like it was logical and you know, like I deserved it. So I didn't see like, but that's the relationship. Kind of
2: just This is what's like, important for the relationship. Yeah. So you can still have the business relationship, but you can still have a personal relationship as well and yeah. be able to separate the two of those when necessary. Yeah. I think
0: that's yeah the ideal. It's just, you know, it's, it's a respect thing. And when I used to work with the girls at counter, um, one of my uh, employees, Clara, Clara Danes, shout out to Clara. Um, she would say to me, I would know if I came in and you were in boss lady mode. She called it boss lady mode where it was just like, we had shit to do and this has to be done. And once it's done, then we can, you know, be friends and go have a coffee and all that. But there was that that boundary of friendship and boss yeah, I, yeah. I, and that was the best team like when I was at in that corporate level the best team that I ever had and they understood that and we both like everyone respected each other in that store so yeah yeah so that was good that sounds ideal yeah I wish they were all like that but you know. <laughs> in a perfect world yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about suppliers um how do you choose what to bring in
2: um yeah. So I've been lucky to have been introduced to great products in my career and also I worked for a company as well. So I worked as a pure artist with Pureology mm-hmm. um, and got to experience the product, products, of the brand and what they represent. Um, so mine became a bit of loyalty for what I loved and what I worked with I think, and yeah. also the customer service and and what they supplied us with as well. The so,
0: customer service as far as?
2: I mean, the first comes with the reps. I think yes. too, yeah. right? Yes. You want to have that friendly rep that's able to come in. You don't feel like they come to the door like, oh, I am go to the back room. I'm going to go right. talk to that person right now. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so what would you do if you had a line that you loved, but the rep wasn't the best and the company wasn't the greatest to work with? How would you deal with it? Would it sway your decision? I,
2: it, honestly, it would and it has. I've seen that happen before. Mm-hmm. I've seen great product lines out there um, that do have reps that maybe are a little too aggressive or don't have the right approach or don't take the hint that it's maybe not the ideal time to be there and talking about things Mm -hmm, and have it definitely put people off, for sure. Like There could be phenomenal brands out there. And if you're not representing it right, then how are you probably getting that out there?
0: Yeah. How do you feel about that? Because you're starting to deal with more of like the brand side of it as well now. Uh, Well, the reps
1: I interact with are great. Shout out to Victoria again with Eminence. Yeah. And I don't have the financial risk, so I'm mm. sure that would play into it as well. But for seeing it as a bystander, there are brands that I've noticed just don't care about. They think the product can stand on its own, mm. which, you know, gold and silver and platinum can. But you need to build that brand, and, and a brand is more than just a product. The product can be great, but you need... You need the people behind it because the people are what will sell it. Can
2: I speak one more piece yeah, of that as well? So not be. only do yeah. you need the brand, the people, you need the education behind it as well. Yes,
0: exactly. Yes. Right? You need
2: that team to be able to like bring that out there and educate as well. So yeah. it needs to be like a complete circle yeah. of all of that together yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So how would you, if you were going to ditch a vendor, if you weren't happy with their service, how would you do it? How would you approach it? Oh, oh that's, you break up that's with a tag. You I break get out? to
2: encounter that. I think you have to be honest. Yeah, I think it's respected. And mm-hmm. I think the person in that position, if you're breaking up with, mm-hmm. it's valuable information that they should know. Yeah.
1: Right?
0: Yeah. yeah. Absolutely.
2: Yeah.
0: We talked about that mm-hmm. in, in one of the other episodes, too, is... You know, when people resign, like, give your reason on why you're leaving. Exit interviews are huge. Yeah, they should right. be a thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, kind of what?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not just like, oh, here's my two weeks. Like, actually say why you're unhappy and why you're leaving. Because you don't know what you don't change. know. Exactly. How are you going to change? And you have blind spots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, everyone is their own protagonist in their story. So you're not,
0: you're missing a lot of information because you you have tunnel vision. Yes. Yeah. So one thing that I've really been seeing online lately on Instagram and stuff is there's a lot of small business owners, whether they're renting a room or a space or just kind of starting a business, is there's a lot of information out there about cancellation policies mm-hmm. and holding credit cards and things like that. What they is your policy? I've had a day. <laughs> Let's talk about your day, egg eh? This is, oh, this is okay. kind of your first experience on dealing with... I mean, you've got with like no call, no shows, and stuff like that, but now, you know, as the manager... Now I'm taking it personal.
1: Yes, yeah. <laughs> i so. fired up, and I want to be petty, and it's a hard balance, because you have to be professional. <laughs> so today, we had a three-hour appointment. They booked you yesterday. I told them the cancellation policy, which is 24 hours notice, um, in, in normal circumstances, you know, like, if it's something extraordinary, we are human, and we'll understand, and you know, sometimes we decide to carry that on. But, so we spoke yesterday. I told her about the 24 hours notice. And she's like, yep, yeah, that's fine. She knew how much it cost, what we would be doing. She was a sweet, lovely girl, asked lots of questions. And calls us literally nine minutes before her appointment, saying Ooh. that she is in a different city that is, you know, at, at least a half an hour drive away. Like, it was a far... Uh, really good planning yeah. earlier and luckily i was able to move the appointment a little bit give her more wiggle room and she said okay yeah, yeah yeah that's fine and i moved her and you know that time comes and goes and i call her and and she was asking to move it to a different day and i said yeah that's fine but you know the policy is 100 percent of the reserved booking so that's pretty pointless if you can make it work today do it today because you're paying for something that you're not getting done and three hours, that so was a big service, it was hundreds of dollars. And so she was like, okay, all right, and I moved it again a third time. And then when that time came and went, and I called her, she just stopped answering her phone. And the only reason she gave me the whole time, the first two times when we were wiggling around and playing telephone tag, was that there was drama, and I was like, okay, girl, like, there's <laughs> drama. <laughs> I know, I was like, and you can't, I said to her, I was like, and you can't leave? Like, is, is there a gun to your head? Why can't you leave? And she was like, well, you know, there's just, like, one car, and it's far, and the cost, and I'm like, you knew how much it cost yesterday. What changed so much in your finances in the last 12 hours that all of a sudden this is no longer possible, and, and then I said, so on the last, on the third attempt, when I moved it even further back, I said, well, that gives you enough time to take the bus.
0: Yes. That was perfect. perfect. And I was yeah. like,
1: you're coming. <laughs> she did it! And I'm so annoyed because she's
2: <laughs> ghosted me. Like, yeah. or give me a better reason than there's something. Be Mama, honest. There's... If you can't do it or if it's out of your finances yeah. or something just changed, just be yeah. honest with us. Don't put it off. Yeah. Like, that's you know, awful. Like, if,
1: if she had been kind, I may have said, come in for something else, then at least we'll service you in some capacity. You know, of $300, maybe do something that's $50. And then that way I won't charge you
0: for the missed appointment. Right. So what is your policy on that?
2: Um, So, currently I'm so very fortunate. I know this is not Big, huge in the industry that people are this fortunate um, my clients are very respectful and I've yeah. been mm-hmm. able to build that clientele over 16 years yeah. um, but not without having to have had fire clients ooh I know, have this down as a question yes. I was going to ask you pause on that yeah yes. <laughs> so but I do see the the value and the need to have a cancellation policy mm-hmm. I think they're over a certain amount of time or amount of cost there should be credit cards possibly yeah. put down mm-hmm. especially if you're a first timer yeah. okay um, and also the cancellation policy is like, how else are you going to enforce them if it's a first-timer? Right. Unless you have that. Yeah. But then on the other side, you don't want to deter a person. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And I think with, you know, in the United States, it's a little more common. Like even in Vegas, it's very, we've taken credit cards right from the beginning mm-hmm. because I noticed it was so flaky with clients not showing up. At the beginning, we were losing an entire day of business. So we've been taking credit cards there for 10 years here I think Vancouver would have a tough time okay. with it
2: I've done things like big appointments for like my big extension appointments take deposits okay so
0: well, what percentage do you so the
2: deposit is usually 50 percent covering the amount, like the cost of the product yeah. being used mm-hmm. so at least if they don't show the amount of the product that was reserved or brought in for them mm-hmm. is covered okay. Yeah. okay so at least that product cost is is covered mm-hmm. um So, I think honestly 50% should be.
0: How do you take the deposit? Do you send them an invoice and have them pay? Do you take their credit card? So, usually that's
2: booked on on consultation. So, when they're in on that consultation, booking their extension Mm -hmm. appointment or the next appointment, that's being paid immediately before the appointment is made. Yes. Ah,
0: okay. That's a lucky so thing with that, that one. Easier. Okay.
2: So even how, if that was a phone or video consultation, yes. this,
0: I feel like the same thing would happen. So how would you do it in that sense? Would you take a credit card over the phone? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And do it that way. Yep. Okay. So tell us about firing a client. Firing clients.
2: We're talking about how lucky I'm to have really respectful clients. I'm so thankful for that. Mm -hmm. Um, we sometimes run across clients who are less respectful of our time. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we get those repeat offenders Mm -hmm. who will make the appointments even pre book months in advance. I got this date. It's fine. Mm -hmm. The call, maybe change it a few times within a few days before. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's fine. That's happening. But then that morning of call that you get, (gasps) something's happened. I just can't make it. Excuse, excuse, excuse. Mm -hmm. So when this happens, Three times for me. So three strike rules still. Still, okay. you know, like I do want to give benefit of the doubt. Life yes. happens, yes. things happen. Yes. Yeah. When someone walks in that door, we don't know the life they just lived and they exactly. walked in here, right? Yes. So we don't want to judge. We don't want to hold that against them. Yes. But if it's a repeat offender and this is a common thing that happens, um, then the conversation needs to be had. And the conversation for me goes, it's blunt. Like this is when I was a commission stylist. and like, so... What happens when you're calling right now when you're canceling day of the appointment? You're literally taking money out of my pocket. Did
1: you say that? Yes. That's how you yeah. Yes.
2: So by you not being here is affecting my paycheck. If you had called like in our within our timeline, the appointment would have been filled. And you know this has happened multiple times. And I just need to be honest that if you want to make an appointment, we can't. No, we can no longer book in advance. Yeah. Um, the best I can do for you is call day of. Yeah. And if I'm available for that, I would love to see you. But if I'm not available, then you'll have to try again. So you're almost telling them that they can be a
0: walk-in. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So
2: it's respectable firing.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. And have you had any anger with that? Sometimes? I've
2: had tears. Oh Yeah. Because I feel people are a little bit upset about it or maybe weren't quite expecting that reaction. They thought right. that that behavior was acceptable and could go on. Right. But it's not fair. So you call for... them out on their shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people don't love that. Just straight yeah. up. I
1: love that no, no, Yeah. That. yeah. Like people don't understand, like, this girl... Today, the esthetician that was meant to be servicing her, she planned her lunch around that appointment because she was gonna be in that room for over three hours. She got a coffee beforehand, you know, like she went and spent that money and thought, well, I'll get it back in, in the retail or in the, in the tip. And it was rearranging other people. And when other people called, I would refuse appointments because that time was already blocked out.
2: Like, it's money out of the business. It's, it's money for more staff. That
1: just you like you can't come and then earlier this week oh my god Trish you have not heard about this earlier this week I'll speaking of cancellation policies we did have a banned client that came in and I could see that and I just said okay well if we pay for the missed appointment last time we could take you that's all fine she was mm-hmm. like yeah like she was understanding it was all good so she goes into her appointment she comes out to pay really frazzled and stressed out None of the cards are working. She's on her bank app transferring money to the accounts. And I was like, oh, I know how that feels. And she had to go to work. And she's like, can I go to work? Like, I'll come back after. And I was like, okay, but I need you to leave collateral of some kind so that I know you'll come back. So she left me with a debit card. And sometimes that does happen. People have left their wallet at home and, mm-hmm. and they leave something and they do come back and they pay and it's fine. And then this person has just ruined me. I'm going to be so jaded now. I'm not going to, like... <laughs> Oh, so... It's like the Dining dasher.
2: Yeah. We've had it. I've seen it. Actually, so
1: I waived the cancellation policy, and I, you know, it was nice, and and then I let her leave unpaid and leave a card as collateral, and she just never came back. She didn't just go to the bank and get a new one. She didn't answer our phone calls or emails. Of course, that card doesn't actually, like, have funds attached to it, so it might not even be her card, so... She just gave me a piece of plastic and I just ran off and. I'm just, but you like, want to trust people. Yes,
2: you, you assume do you the best. Like yeah. I always yeah. will assume the best yeah. until yeah. you show me yeah.
0: otherwise. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 And it's just, I'm so annoyed.
0: So now, now because it was yeah. to my <laughs> face and I was like
1: doing her a solid and being nice and I was like, wow, Becky, you're such a good person, and she just ghosted me. Like, at, I
2: don't know. At
1: least call back her.
2: It's sad that it is no.
1: And it's waxing like yeah. if you don't have money to get a wax, you can shave. Like
2: <laughs> you'll be fine. It's cheaper than walking in here, right? Like, yes.
1: It's like, like what no are you better? doing? And it wasn't,
0: it was just like underarms. Like you can shave. Like you'll be fine. Why are you wasting my time? <laughs> but it's just really disrespectful to yeah. the girls, right? Like you as the professional that's like putting that time aside as yeah. well. That's what really, really hurts me on it. We had a situation in Vegas years ago. Um, It was a gentleman who, he was a regular client, not super regular, not every four to six Mm -hmm. weeks, but regular enough. Mm -hmm. And the business was still fairly new at the time. And my entire lobby was full of people. So there were six people waiting for appointments. And I heard the receptionist walk to the back to my office and she's like, we have a problem with, let's just call him Troy, I don't know. He only brought an American Express. And at that time, we didn't take MX, And Troy knew we didn't take Amex because he'd been there 12 times before. So I walk out to the front and I see a starter kit on the desk as well. So not only did he have like intimate services done, right? He had like the full Brazilian and maybe some bleaching and all of that. So a decent amount of time, a decent bill. But now you're throwing a $45 product on top. And I remember thinking like my gut, and I think this is something as women and business owners, we don't, we don't really listen to and we really need to listen to our guts Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it speaks so much because every time i've not listened to it i've regretted it yeah and i remember my gut was like no do not let him leave and i remember looking at all the people in the lobby and was like they're all gonna think i'm a bitch yes yeah because like you said you don't know what his life is when he walks in right like what is he going through you know Was there a death in the family and your your brain is all foggy and you're not thinking straight? You actually forgot forgot we didn't take American Express. So I just looked at him and I said, Troy, I'm going to do you a favor today and I'm going to let you leave as long as you call in before 8 p.m. and provide the girls a credit card to put through. Mm. yeah 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 no I got it and I was like I said it loud so everyone could hear and I was was, like the good business and this is such a great place um he's like well I want to I want to get this um starter kit as well and again my gut was like don't let him do it don't let him do it and I was like okay so this is how much your bill would be it was like I don't know 186 or something so I said to the girls I had a meeting with my accountant across the street at a restaurant and I said to my girls, please text me and let me know when Troy calls in with the card. 805, no call. And he's not picking up his phone. Not yeah, surprising. Mm-hmm. So fast forward to about, I don't know, 8.30, 45 p.m., I'm sitting at uh, the restaurant with my accountant and I spun my chair around and there's Troy sitting at the bar No. How perfect. Really?
1: Across
0: the road? And I was with my my accountant, Justin. So shout out to daddy. Hi, daddy. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I just turned around and I went, because I couldn't believe my eyes. Yeah. Like this is really happening. And I just went, Troy. And he turns around and I put my hand up and I waved him over like this. (laughs) And he got up. Oh, right. And he oh walked god. to my table, He's beckoning him. And, oh my god! And Justin, my accountant, goes, "What the fuck is oh going on?" God. And I'm like, "That's the guy that owes me money." Because I, I, sat down. and I was like, "This fucker." She's gonna collect, thing. right? Yeah. I was like, "Mm mm." So I walk over and I was like, How did,
2: "Did you get
0: to that? that room and get that that credit card to put through today?" Um, mm-mm. and I went in my purse and I took out a piece of paper and a pen and I said, "So, go ahead and pull out your card so I can write down the number." and take the payment that's owed today. And I'll put this new card on file so we don't run into the problem of you only bringing American Express. And he pulled out a card and and I wrote it down and then I looked at him and I said, and how much gratuity would you like to leave your esthetician? Good, so good. Right? And he was just like dumbfounded that this whole thing was happening. My accountant at this time had left the table because he was so uncomfortable. (laughs) And then he goes and he sits back down Justin, the accountant, comes back and he's like, you're like the Canadian fucking mafia. I'm like, who does that? <laughs> who, who does that? You know, like out your yeah. got collect money. You got bills to pay. You got staff to pay. And what really upset me was like, someone just waxed your balls, dude. And yes. you're yeah. going gonna to walk out with not even paying for the service and leaving a tip. Like the tip thing like really yeah. pissed me off. So I packed up my shit and I said, Justin, I'm like, I got to go. And he's like, where are you going? I was like, I got to run this card.
2: And I left. <laughs> Like,
0: like <gasps> yes, and like I drove to through the store and I put it through. <laughs> Good yeah. for you.
2: If only that opportunity existed oh. every time that happened.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. like if I see this girl at a coffee shop, like, <laughs> I'm going to hang out with Lupe. <laughs> I would be so.
0: I would be so mad. I, I was so, so lucky. Mad. I was so yeah. lucky.
1: So, in that situation, they're at the counter. They can't pay for whatever reason. What do you do? Like. What do you do? You can't hold them hostage. They're not going
2: to... That's s- the thing. This is this is honestly money. the challenge. You can have collateral. You can do something. I think, honestly, nowadays, like, if like, oh, I just need to run the car and grab something. Okay, cool. You have a cell phone. Leave that here. Like, yeah, you're if you're a first-time family. client and I don't know you, I don't want to be disrespectful. But at the same yeah. time, I don't know you. Yeah. And I don't, don't know that you're trustworthy if you're going to have to do yeah. that. But it's also such an awkward conversation. And typically, your front-end staff is... Younger, newer, Yes, yeah. and that's a really hard conversation yeah. for them to have. And it's, it's shit that
0: they shouldn't have to deal with. And shame on the people yes. that come in and put that shit on them. Yep, right? That they yell and they scream or they, you know, don't have like to put them in that situation. Come on. This is why hopefully, like, like it's great if a team like you'll have like
2: a manager in the building or someone you can mm. call on to help. Like, I've I've had situations where I've been in this salon where the owners have left and a young stylist was doing a blowout on this woman and for something, obviously something's going on in this woman's life that Mm -hmm. she was just unhappy and no matter what service this this young stylist was providing her, she was not going to be happy. So she started berating the stylist saying, this is an awful job. Why did you get in this industry? Why are you doing this? This is all wrong. Stylist still blowing out her hair, tears running down her face, blowing Aww. out her hair. I could see us from the cross room like, okay, this is not cool. I go over there, top stylist on the shoulder, excuse her, go to the back room, and I go to take the cape off the woman. I'm like, you you need to leave. This is not okay. Good you cannot you. treat our staff like this. She's yeah. like, I don't I won't want to leave here with wet hair. I'm like, sorry, there's a salon across the road if you yes, want to get that finished. Like, we we will not service that. Like, that yeah. is not okay behavior.
0: Producer, do we have applause? <laughs> But Um, it takes experience
2: and time to share exactly. Yeah. So for those that are new in the industry and if you have that happen to you, not okay. No, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. And you know, like we've been in situations too where because I am international that sometimes I'm not there, right? And we've mm-hmm. been a small business where we necessarily didn't have a manager in the store. So these poor girls are dealing yeah. with it, right? Shout out to the girls in Vegas right now because they're working very hard without a manager right now and Great they're team. holding it together um, and doing all the right things. And, you know, they, they've been, some shit's been thrown on them by clients that just shouldn't be. Yeah. Um I'm a little more unforgiving <laughs> with stuff like that if you haven't noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you start out that way? I was worse. Oh, okay. Hey. <laughs> so it's not <laughs> she just was business for this. business now. Well, no, it was it was rules. still about it was yeah, yeah, I guess so. I always take ID. So I always say that I, I need your driver's license. And if they don't want to give me their driver's license, then I take a photo of their driver's license. Smart. Um, and then what I do is if I call and they don't get back to me, this is what I used to do when I had it maybe a little more time. Um, I would call the police and I would file the police report Good because it's services or product.
2: Now and nowadays, story. if you have that photo of their licenses, there's this great thing called social media. Mm-hmm. We have oh, certain yes. groups on social media yes. that you can be posting these on, which I have seen, mm. um, businesses in the industry do like, Hey, there's, oh, there's a nice. camera shot
0: or an ID or something. Blast them out there. Get them out there and say, this is what's happening. You know, we had another partner here. Or she was with us for quite a few years. Um, Holly, microblading by Holly. So shout out to Holly. She had spent hours with this client doing her brows and she didn't pay her. What? She didn't pay her. And I remember she, I, I think she had put it out there or told someone about it. And someone said, oh, I know who she is pulled her up on social media and people started like Holly's clients then started kind of like berating her over social media and she got paid <gasps> and she Thank got an know. apology over it. Um, but to have to go to that, this that. is what I mean, right? I mean, I went to the length of small claims. Good. I did. when we were doing wholesale at the very beginning, um, I drove out to Whistler to a salon. I spent three hours in training. Um, they had bought product from us. I left all the product there. She wrote me a check and the check bounced. I gave her a month, she stopped returning my phone calls, you know, said that she was check was in the mail, this and that. So I went and I started small claims proceedings. And I remember Jake was like, oh my god, you're gonna drive up to Whistler to go serve her papers. And I was like, damn straight. Yeah. And it wasn't a ton of money. Yeah. But it like for me it's it was principle. very it was very yeah. much principal. Yes. And when you're dealing with another small business owner, like, come on, why would you do that? And it was very gratifying that like when walking in and face asking for her being, You've been served. You here you go, sweetie. And then what had actually happened because she didn't reply back with the courts, I was able to debit that money right from her account. So we actually got paid for it. Amazing. Yeah. Worth so it. I don't I just I don't I can't let stuff like that go. I mean, I should. My psychic says I should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> that I need to. Yeah, that's what she told me to But you're getting paid. So yes, <laughs> right. But then you also have to think about like the time that you put in. Um, And the energy that you put in is better to put your energy someplace else, right? the negativity that comes around, right? right? Like you'll never make a C client an A client. It's easier to make a B client an A client. Mm -hmm. And retain those A and B clients. right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's how I would deal with it. So how how are you going to deal with this client that didn't come in and you have her doesn't have her name on that? What? No,
1: it's just a debit card with no name attached to it. Uh, and I tried to... charging it and it says, um, oh, what does it say? I think it's one of, like, it's, it must be for a savings account or something. Like, it, it doesn't register. Oh, it's if she not, went it's out not with a new, new card. That's she, what she happened. She canceled it. Yeah. <laughs> that happens
0: with us in But I did
1: it, like, right away. So, I know. or she just gave me, like, an old one, but it wasn't expired yet. I don't know. But so next time I'm going to take a picture of driver's license or ask her something more substantial to be yeah.
0: left. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the driver's license is good. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: I mean, a little bit more serious, yeah. right? Yeah,
0: and then you can just say that I'm filing a police report.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, That sounds really petty, but... Oh my God. So
2: it's, petty. it's sad that it should never have to come down to that, right? No. Because this is a business about personal relationships. Yeah, And to have like, like, something like that happen, yeah. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah,
1: it sure. it should not have to be that way, but we did send her an
0: invoice because we have her email as well. Yes, yeah, so I no, would send invoices the, every day. We yeah, send a reminder every day. It's multiple. Yeah, like, <laughs> are you going to change your whole, like, personal now? <laughs>
1: but when it happened, and I got personally offended because, you know, it was like to my face. And I was like, I was being a nice person. I didn't have to be. Um a thought crossed my mind and it's like where can I go on the internet and sell this card's information oh. <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> because it's attached to my work but I had that thought because that's how like angry it made me yeah. I was like I'm gonna put this on the black market or like we're gonna okay. get you back somehow
2: which mm-hmm. is not karma karma's a bitch well yeah. she said because I feel like in that yeah. situation she's coming in with the intent
0: yes. yeah, oh, yeah. that was like known premeditated yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's crummy so yes. Yeah. <laughs> clients be nice out there and pay for your
2: services. Yeah. But the great thing is that we're talking about the bad side. There's so much yes. of the good yes, side and the good ones, ones that support nice the business that and we
0: love here. having. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is like all of your clients, six small years. like, yeah. yeah. Right. But it's always nice to see on how other business deal with it. And, mm-hmm. you know, deal yes. and, and for those people that are out there listening on how do you deal with it? Because it's mm-hmm. obviously become an issue because I see so much of it on instagram right now we're updating our cancellation policy mm-hmm. we're taking credit cards so it's mm-hmm. obviously an issue out there for everyone so if we can shed any light to anyone we should open a chat group about this yeah <laughs> well that's what be podcasting great. yes <laughs> there you <laughs> go <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So talks
1: about like
0: the ins and outs yeah everyone thinks it's really easy and it's fun and we all make a ton of money and we wish yes, yes. yeah
2: we'd all be living in you know Side Manchins driving our Teslas. But, you know. Yeah,
0: right? We do, we do this out <laughs> of passion. We do. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Trish, what is some advice to new entrepreneurs out there starting? Do it. Oh.
2: Just dive in and do it. <laughs> dive
0: in and do it. It's, it's always
2: scary. It feels like it's a big step to do. Okay. Like, it's... The thought of everything, everything that you have to do, I would 100% just say do it. It is rewarding, Mm -hmm. even if it's not initially financially rewarding because Mm -hmm. that's not real life. Mm -hmm. But just to be out there, to be having your own vision, your own goals, everything the way that you want to do and creating your own brand, eventually your own cultures around that, that is the reward. Mm -hmm. And to be able to eventually grow other people, that's huge. Jump in and do it. So those
0: of you that want to see Trish, please follow her on Instagram, Trish Stylist. That's T-R-I-S-H-S-T-Y-L-I-S-T. Did I get that right? You got that right. Fabulous. Trish, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Let's crack the egg. Okay. Any questions for Trish or anything in regards to business or anything that you want to know? Oh, I feel like I pick your brain all day. Anyway, I'm here all day.
1: <laughs> I do every time. I'm like, Trish, how
0: do you do this? Trish, how do you do this? And this is the joy of being in
2: the industry for so long—to be able to, like we said, help people yeah. that are newer in the industry and give them the advice and information. And that's information. really yes. cool
0: because they, you know it's hard to come across someone like you with the whole don't compete and collaborate. It's very hard yeah. do. You find that in this industry?
2: It can get a little ego-based yeah. at times, definitely. Yeah. So it can be yeah. hard to find. So when you find those people, it's great to form those groups and. Mm-hmm have those collaborations?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The egg is thinking. Ooh, yeah, I put I've, her on the spot. So many so. questions.
1: Ah. I have so many. So with retail, you want to maintain results of what you did today. How how does that conversation actually
0: go?
2: So the best thing is, um, so look at creative for today. These are the products that I used: A, B, C, and D. Bring it up to the counter. Um, you, like, they don't have to have like commitment to buy it, but just if it, in this situation where you have a front desk person mm-hmm. you have a front end mm-hmm. bring up those products this is what I used I used A to do this B to do this C to do this at home this is how you'll do it I'm going to leave these with you and Becca um, you can take home what you need today and Becca will help you with that I love it. Okay. it's a good conversation. so it takes the sales out of it this is what I recommend why yeah. up to I to used it yeah and how I used it and then up to them how they what they want to take and use I love that yeah okay. because again it's not sales you're presenting it as mm-hmm. what
0: they need you happy with that, Abe? Yeah. Does so that it work? That's good. Okay, it's great. great. Okay. So, Can uh, <laughs> all the other wax girls get that? Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Trish, can people book in, if they are someone who wants to go into business for themselves or wants to learn extensions, anything like that, or this trichologist? I keep trichology, it, you, it, you trichology, got it. Can they um, reach out to you and book personal one-on-one training with you? So
2: I do not currently do one-on-one training. I go through Easy Hair Pro for my extension training. Okay. And as a certified trichologist, I'm not an educator as a trichologist. Okay. I'm a person helping with hair loss currently. But if anyone wants information on that or is going through anything themselves and would just like a person to talk to and see what options exist... Definitely reach out to me. You gave my Instagram. You're yep. free to DM me at any time. And Slide I will into
0: her DMs. Slide into her yeah. DM. Slide into her DMs at <laughs> Trish Stylist. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank
2: you again for having me.
0: Good night, yeah. everyone.